0: Blog Talk Radio <music>
1: Patty Holster and this is k Radio and we're on live. Yes, a wonderful two, uh, well, what, what day is today? Oh, it's Wednesday. We're usually here on Tuesday, but I had to speak yesterday, so we went ahead and, and moved it to today. So today's Wednesday and we have some wonderful guests with us today. I well, say so they might be on the line, but until then, let's say we're here, of course, to talk about the, those naked indie authors. and uh, and, you know, being one of them, <laughs> we had have have a lot to talk about. And so the, we have the Indie Authors, Naked, which is the book that explores and defines the world of independent publishing, comprised of a series of essays, interviews by indie authors, booksellers, and publishers. Readers will get a look at the many aspects of the indie community. We're publishing professionals of all types. Come together with a single goal of creating something unique. Something that speaks directly to the reader. Without any middlemen necessary. And those who know me know that I'm definitely for all this. Lauren. Lauren, are you yes. there?
0: Hey, yes, I'm how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I I'm good. if you were if you were talking to me or ta- so I was just I was just listening patiently. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, can, I, kind I, of
0: reducing,
1: I was kind huh? of introducing the show and and letting everybody know, uh, hey, guess what we're talking about today, and
0: okay.
1: uh, and uh, so, I know. So this, um,
0: are we live now or? Too. Oh yeah, we're live. Oh okay, <laughs> all right. Then I shouldn't have asked that question, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks so, so much for, for having me. That's okay. Where are you at right now? Um, right now, I'm in uh, Montclair, New Jersey, which is oh. about uh, 40 minutes outside of Manhattan. Oh. So we're we're sort of like the 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 suburb of Manhattan. I guess not Brooklyn. So mm-hmm. we're we're doing pretty good over here.
1: <laughs> well, good you guys. Hopefully, your your snow is leaving, and that you guys have a little bit of sunshine.
0: Yeah, it's it's been quite a winter. I mean, you know, everyone, everyone's like, you know, very it, it's stressful. I mean there's there's so much there's just been so much snow and you know, it's like you're trying to get it together and then you know, there's another, you know, twenty five feet that's that's coming your way. So oh, no. <laughs> and like we've just been hit and hit and you know, but um you know, it's starting to get sunnier out, everything's starting to melt, you know, and um I'm hopeful for spring, which should be around the corner if we're lucky, unless we get oh another, another mega storm. No, I hope know. not. We're hanging in there. Yeah, me too. But you never know, right? We can't can't control the the atmosphere.
1: That's for sure. Um, <laughs> of course, of course, course, I'm in Arizona, so you probably hate me.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm feeling the warmth. I'm imagining the warmth on on my back right now. Oh, that'd be yeah, so
1: beautiful. Yeah, yeah it's it, just just starting to go down. So we're and everybody's crazy trying to get home. <laughs>
0: oh, I can imagine. Oh my god, I've I've always wanted to um to go out over to to that part of the country. I've never been uh, to California. I've never been to Arizona. I've wow, really? I traveled through most of Europe but I haven't, you know, and I've been, you know, through a lot of um, the states throughout the, the East Coast, but, you know, in, in Central America and, you know, things like that. But I, I haven't, uh, I have not <laughs> gone to that part of the country yet.
1: Well, you have to make it over sometime. As uh, I know. uh You not know, don't, don't come in the summer, though. <laughs> uh,
0: well, you know, heard, I don't know if it's true, but... It, I don't know if it's a rumor or a myth. I mean, I'm a very big um, fan of spicy food. And I heard that there is oh, yeah. a hot pepper festival.
1: Yeah, they down uh, around Tucson, they've got uh, some really, yes. really nasty hot peppers. Yeah, I don't get into that oh. stuff, but yeah. yeah. I well, know. it was very close to the border, so, you know. Yeah,
0: they had habanero um, brownies, which yeah. was a very delightful
1: yeah and and some of the you know restaurants here get into the really hot stuff so uh, yeah you would like that there's a lot of a lot of good uh, mexican restaurants here
0: oh so. my god i mean if i can <laughs> make it my life's work to um you know get sriracha on on every kind of uh every kind of food that that would do me in very well
1: oh wow well <laughs> you got to start writing that you know there's there's also yeah, like yeah. you're
0: like
1: a, the paid travel writer, so there you go.
0: Yeah. Or maybe a collection of poems about um the experience of eating spicy foods. That might do very well.
1: <laughs> okay. That's that's that, that a lady who likes to write poetry about hot food. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I think I don't think I've ever met anyone like that. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, you're New York and New Jersey uh, definitely very close to each other, and and uh, and you know they don't have as they have very interesting food. I mean, a lot of uh, different kinds of food there. Oh, so yeah. you know, you got everything, you got everything there. You yeah, know?
0: we we do. I mean, it's, you know, you're kind of spoiled. I think when you when you live over here because you just you expect you know the same kind of food everywhere you go. Um, you no know, and i'm I don't want to like I'm not trying to sound pretentious it's, it's just it's a very different um you know i I feel like quality of food especially in the city it's just i mean I don't think I've ever tasted you know anything better than over there but when i was in when I was in Europe, I had some pretty amazing food over there
1: oh yeah um,
0: Poland was just the food there was just unbelievable some of the best food i mean just oh my god, just you know it', it it's so nice, like, when you go somewhere that where there's a lot of farmland and you can eat the food right from the farm. It's just such a different taste, you know, than if you were just eating oh, yeah, something yeah. from a restaurant. You know, it's just, sure. I mean, oh, my God.
1: Yeah, there, there's yeah. Sometimes yeah.
0: I, I wish I could have I been born and just been a farmer and just <laughs> lived off of the land. That would have just, just eating things right off of the trees. Very small. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think that that we we gave up some of that, you know. It's kind of like, and uh, bring this full circle around how we used to make our own food, is, uh, mm-hmm. you know, now we're making our own books. <laughs> yeah,
0: we are. We are. We're pulling them right off the trees, too.
1: Yeah, see how that works? Digital tree. <laughs> A digital tree, yeah. So you see how yeah. I got that back on the subject of books? Oh, you
0: did. <laughs> So, I
1: uh, you know, I'm very interested to obviously to really dig into some things that we we talk about um I, I, obviously to cover or, or your title your book is very interesting Um, uh, understanding naked indie Authors. of course, you yeah, know, I had to say that, you know, to get people coming <laughs> to coming I know. Yeah, the, the naked <laughs> was uh um
0: I think I think Amy actually I think Amy thought about that we were kind of um, I can't remember. The, we went through so many different titles. I mean, that, that's, you know, kind of what happens when you're going through everything. But I think the, <laughs> one of the first titles was, I don't know, like understanding the indie author community, you know, kind of a thing, and just felt really boring. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think that the indie authors make Naked really, um, you know, represents a lot of the material in the work because a lot of the interviews, uh you know, I mean, the goal is to get them to kind of strip down to the to the core um, mm. of their process. Uh, you know, when I interview, I'm not just trying to focus on, um, you know, well, this is how you need to, this is how you become a successful indie author. Uh, mm. You know, because I'm also very concerned about uh, the writing. You know, which which should be the the ultimate concern. I'm very concerned about the writers' process and about their craft and their ideas of inspiration and you know you know suggesting that we're all a part of a very similar community you know we're all writers we're all in the writing community and you know we everybody's process is very different you know mm-hmm. um, you know and I, I like to I wanted wanted to you know for people to see their personalities you know in relationship to the successes that they've had and in relationship to you know, sort of the um, you know the things that are going around in, in the background, you know, during that that creation process, which is which mm-hmm. is very important for people to uh, you know get a, get a glimpse of.
1: I agree. When I interview as authors, that's you know kind of what we dig into, kind of want to want to know more about um, you know their research, how they came upon the idea. Uh, you know, what did they find out? I mean, it really gets them going when they start talking about all the stuff that they found out, you know, when they were
0: Oh yeah.
1: Dig you know, into it and that's that's when they really start going.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean it's you know, you want people to feel comfortable enough to to talk about what they want to talk about. It's it's not about you know, to me it's not about exposing people.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: it's 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 their opportunity to to talk about the things that they do you know, the, the best, you know, and you know, and also talk about some of those those limitations. I mean, you know, not every part of the process is, is always great. I mean, you know, I you know, I've been writing poetry, you know, my whole life and I you know, predominantly published poetry, but you know, for the first time I wrote a novel and it was not the best experience. You know? It was um, you know, there were definitely moments where I wanted to give up and there were definitely moments where, you know, I, I cried during most of the revision process because it was very stressful, but it was also very rewarding. So to get them to talk about, you know, both sides of the coin and not just focus on, um, you know, the how to make money part, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I want people to to, to get an understanding that, that there's always a process to things, and it, it takes time, uh, you know, to, to get to those places,
1: I definitely definitely agree with that. Um, you don't just you know sit down and decide. Hey, I'm gonna think I'll write a book.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean you know it's, you know it's it's interesting. I, I was I was just talking about this um, with with another friend who's a writer, and you know it's um, you know so, sometimes it's it's misleading to you know to say to people or to advertise that you know you know you have a voice and you can write your book in a month, and then that's the end of the process. I mean many of these authors that that are also in the book, you know. Um, you know really struggled with with a lot of the, the creation process of it you know they might have written the novel in a month but it might have took them you know six or seven years you know to, to actually uh, you know have a project come to fruition you know right. so it's it's a it's a much more intensive uh, you know process than that um, you know and, and also depending upon you know your 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 comfortability with 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 structure and development and, and all these different things and you know it's it's, it's a lot of learning. Much, it's very much a, a lot bad. of learning. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and and that's what you know we really try to talk about you know in the book as well. And um, what I love so much about about doing this book is that um, while it is a book for indie authors, uh, it's also looking at the the definition of indie that it's not just about self-publishing, but it's about being true to yourself and about writing the things that that you want to write about, you know, and really being independent, uh, you know, in in the most, you know, humane way possible. So many of the writers that are included in here, because we really split it up where we have author interviews that are introduced by uh, author essays. So, you know, we let the authors really choose who they'd want to write uh, the particular introductions. But many of the people that that wrote the introductions, a lot of them are, are, you know, traditional writers, um, you know, who are New York Times bestsellers alongside indie authors that are New York Times bestsellers. And then you have, um, you know, uh, directors and you have art gallery owners and actors and all different kinds of, people that, that are indie that are just, you know, working on, on their own terms and are, are going forward with what, what they want to do. And it's, it's very empowering because you can really see, uh, what, I, what I hope people see is, is the tenacity and just, you know, this um, fearlessness despite the fear to, mm. to, keep, to keep going and yeah. to keep doing their work and really giving something. And it's, it's, really, it's really incredible.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, I definitely know about that. It's uh, it's, it's a long, arthur thing. Which once you, uh, and I think the biggest thrill I get to help people um, is when the book is done and I get to hand it to them like a child.
0: You know? mm-hmm.
1: And yeah, um, I missed. It's, <laughs> it's, it's know, just the thrill of the work. Yeah. And yeah, they're, I mean, it's, yeah. They're excited that the passion's there, the excitement of being able to see it for the first time. Uh mm-hmm. it's just, there's nothing like it.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, especially, um you know, when it's especially people who've taken years to complete, you know, particular projects and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. I mean it it took me seven years, you know, to, to finish my second collection of poetry. Um you know, so just to to finally get it to that that point where you know, all right, you know, this is it. Um, you know, for me, it's always like a big high, <laughs> and I just completely, <laughs> I just revert back to, okay, well, what's next? <laughs> so, and it's interesting that you know, a lot of writers that I was interviewing, you know, were sort of feeling the same way. You know, a lot of them said, well, you know, I, I'm publishing work, or I'm publishing it on my own, whether it's traditional or I'm doing it myself, and. I have other projects that are also going on, too,
1: um,
0: that are writing, but there are also many different kinds of projects, you know, I mean, you know, somebody, you know, like Eden Bailey, who, you know, I mean, I'm just always amazed by, um, you know, her, her, just her ambition and her drive, and not only is she writing books, but she's, you know, very supportive of very, you know, special campaigns that, you know, have to do with AIDS research, and Um, you know supporting other writers and you know so they're very very diverse writers that that are in in this book i think you Mm -hmm. know it's um and and i think that that's that's something that's also very important uh for for other uh writers or readers to 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 also become more aware that you know you have many of these writers that they're not just writing you know they're promoting themselves they're promoting other authors know, you know, t- you know tirelessly you know tirelessly every day
1: right um right.
0: it's it's a lot of work
1: yes it is yes it is yes it is and it's so, again this uh, 24/7 type of thing they just have to mm-hmm. keep it up you got you know a lot of authors say well you know they they think once you're done you know they say the end on the book that they're they're done and i said no
0: you're just barely started <laughs> Really started.
1: i no strap, you know, uh, strap in because it's long as it's going to be a I hero know.
0: It's, i wish i could remember um the gentleman on twitter who who, who tweeted this back to me and i thought this was so so brilliant and and if if he's listening right now and you can you know remind me of who said it but i loved when he said to me we were we were all discussing sort of you know um the revision process and writing and I was sort of putting up updates of you know what was going on with my novel, and and he said that you know writing you know writing is the honeymoon, and revision is making the marriage work.
1: Ah, was, good way to put it. It was,
0: it was it was perfect because it's so true. I mean, writing is so much fun, you know, and then you get to that revision process, and you know either you go you know aha or you know it's just it can be dreadful sometimes. You know, it's just it's a very unique experience and you know when i was talking to so many of these authors um everybody shares a lot of those same you know sentiments it's it's exciting it's exhilarating it's also it can also be very terrifying as well you know to, to put your work out there
1: yeah i i especially if it's personal um oh yeah yeah, I I got a lady Absolutely. I'm working with now whose uh, daughter committed suicide so she's writing a memoir based on that. And it is a very mm-hmm. personal thing. It's a very personal thing, oh, so yeah. she's uh you know trying to dig out, you know, help her dig out what she needs to put on paper is is part of the process and uh she she's emotional every time. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean that's um that's almost exactly what what I went through when I was writing my second collection of poetry it was uh it was really inspired from a very uh traumatic experience and mm. that's why it took me so long uh you know mm. to actually write it because um i said you know i don't think that i have a safe amount of distance away from this to be able to write about this now
1: well um, you you also had it it's a healing process you know uh, you're yeah. you're going you're going through it and you're 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 getting through it again and you're actually healing in the process of doing yeah. this project
0: exactly you know it's you know i i gave a talk on um you know uh writing to heal uh, you know and, and one of the um components of that is that you know we you know and i said this in, in another interview actually just just this week where I talked about you know first first you're writing down the feeling. You know, and then in the revision, you're, you're writing from that feeling because yeah. we want, you know, we always want to be careful that, you know, I mean, I love writing as a way of, you know, allowing it to be a cathartic experience. It's very healing. You know, the mm-hmm. question is always, you know, are we allowing other people to become a part of that story if we're right. in front of it? You know, and it's it's a very interesting yeah. question. And, you know, I don't know what the right question, you know, what the right answer, or the you know, if there's a right or a wrong answer. It's just, it's a very fascinating topic to me um, mm. because I, I experienced just that when I was writing uh, the, the second collection. It was very difficult for me to write about a lot of the material in there because I was very close to it and I couldn't even begin to, to think about revising anything because I, I didn't... I didn't heal yet, right? In a way, I didn't. I didn't even revise myself yet in order to even be able to tackle this and to be able to let people into this experience and mm-hmm. be able to to have that opportunity to connect with it.
1: Yeah, so got it. It's,
0: you know, it's 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 pretty it's pretty amazing. Um, it's it's very difficult to do. I mean, you know, I, it's 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 very hard. <laughs> there's no easy way of um <laughs> of getting around it, you know, is to to make any decision, i think to do any kind of any kind of art or any kind of creative process and let people in um is always very difficult because you're being very vulnerable. Uh and that right. that's hard <laughs> because, you know, we can't control people's reactions to those. Well,
1: ways. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. when you get when you get reviews, that's it's, you know, it's like uh you know, it's a high and the low, you know, depending on which what's yeah, exactly.
0: What. Absolutely. And you know, and that's that's the best part is to have that kind of discourse. Because not everybody's gonna like what you do. No. Um I would say I don't need you to like everything that I do, you know. Um I have people that will like what I do. Um and I think it's important to you know, have constructive criticism to engage in engage in discourse. Uh, you know, not everybody can be right, not everybody can be wrong. You know, you, you have to mm-hmm. have some opportunity for for debate, and you know, you might get a new perspective. I mean, that that's the whole the whole point of these things. Um, you know, and and my feeling is too, um, and it's just my own personal way of dealing, um, especially with things like rejection, is that you know, it's not going to get any easier. (laughs) And I always feel that (laughs) as soon as things, those kinds of things happen, I go, well, you know what, I'm just going to keep going. It it just empowers me more. And it's like this is just one person's opinion, Um, you know, and it's not the totality of the universe. It's not that one (laughs) review is not going to hang on whether I continue my work or not.
1: Right, exactly. You,
0: know, and that's, you, that's you just kind of have to
1: look at it and say, it's just one person. Exactly.
0: Yeah, that's it. <laughs> whatever. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it doesn't matter if you're a writer or you're a painter or, you know, you're a lion tamer or whatever. I mean, somebody's not going to like your show or they're going to like your show or somebody's going to think you're the worst thing to ever fall into paper. And some people are going to think, you know, you, you are amazing.
1: Right. You know,
0: I mean, it's, it's a very intimate experience. I think reading is a very intimate experience. Um, writing is a very intimate experience, uh, but it's not at the same time. You know, it's it's it's, it's a it's interesting. Um, you know, and, and that's also the more of the premise of this book and why I wanted to do this collection too is that again that that idea of really being indie that it's it's not just about how many books I can pump out, but you know, are we writing something that is really true to ourselves? Are mm. we doing what you know what we set out to do? Um, you know, and being who we want to be, and having our own voice, and you know, being inspired in our in our own ways. That that's the real beauty of it all, to me at least.
1: Mm. Yeah, uh, you've got some inter- really interesting people in here, by the way. Um, yeah, and you know. It's, yeah. <laughs> Some of the things you said, especially at the very beginning, was really interesting. As, I'm scrolling up here for you.
0: With, um, and with Roth? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, she's great. And, uh... I mean, she has,
1: she
0: has a nice
1: perspective.
0: Yeah,
1: Eden, Eden's interesting. hmm
0: yeah there there's also some uh, others in there that um you know uh Ted Heller uh amazing amazing writer um definitely uh absolutely to check him out um Joseph Wade uh who's who's mm. a poet uh in New York City um amazing work uh that that he does you know he uh does many readings uh throughout the city and New Jersey and Pennsylvania and really has a beautiful take on, uh, you know, he writes a lot about from experience of being in war, uh, and that's also another very interesting, um, perspective to write from as well, because it's writing about things like violence without using language that's violent, you know, because the topic is violent enough, you know, so he talks a lot about, you know, poetry being very chemical, um. Which is really beautiful, the way that he talks about that, and um, you know Ted Heller really talks a lot about, you know, um, you know his father was Joseph Heller who wrote Cat right. 22 so which is um, a war movie, with, it's a war book, <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's it's very anti-war actually, that, yeah, um, really fantastic. Uh, Vivian Romani um, who who directed a, a wonderful indie film uh, looking at the the future of the book industry. So there are a yeah. lot of people out there that are doing things their own way, and they're they're telling the stories that they want to tell. Um, you know, and it's incredibly moving to me. You know, to be able to support um, writers. So yeah. this was sort of like that epitome for me to be able to um, to do that. And there were so many more that that I wish I could have included um, as well.
1: So, you know, I know I'm putting you on the spot, but which one was, was uh, most insightful for you, personally?
0: Oh, my goodness. Um, I, I absolutely uh, loved, uh, I know I'm coming back to him, but I, I really loved Ted Heller's interview. That was a really very honest interview that, that he gave. Um, you know, really talking about some of that fear that's also involved. Um, in the writing and the publishing industry, you know it's, you know, and I'm sure that a lot of writers can, you know, can relate. You know that you work so hard on something um, that is just not guaranteed. Yeah. You know, um, and trying to deal with the feelings that are associated with with that not being a guarantee. You know, um, sometimes it can be discouraging. You know, and that's that's a natural part of the process, you know. Um, so it, it, I was really happy that, that you know, that, that he talked about that, um, you know, in, in, in more detail because I think that that's something that's very important that, you know, we see a lot of times, you know, sort of, you know, this huge rush in, in self-publishing where, you know, we're all successful, we're all, you know, making money, or we're all doing this, you know, and but there's another side to that, you know, that it's it's not always that easy um, to get to that get to that level, you know. It's it's not not everything is successful, um, you know. And there there are many different oh, angles, kind of like it. movies,
1: you know. Yeah, uh, you know, absolutely. Uh, you know, some actors. I mean, they don't have all good movies. I mean, some of them are flops for whatever reason. So, yeah. you know, not everything can be a blockbuster.
0: <laughs> no, you know, and it's, I think it's, you know, it's, you know, a lot of times, too, it's, um, like, to me, it's never about becoming a blockbuster. It's, it's always about, did I put out the best that I could put out?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. You
0: know, and if I didn't, then it's, you know, I only have myself uh, to blame. I mean, it's, I always say, you know, it's, should always be concerned with quality, you know. Um, you know, quantity is, is not, you know, you could put out 25 books, but, um, you know, if they're not the best that you could put out, I mean, what's really the point? Um, oh, yeah, just, I,
1: could, you know, I could put out a bunch of bunch of 30-page e-books, you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just neurotic. I mean, it's, you know, I'm I'm just, uh, you know, crazy when it comes to, uh, you know, getting work done and making sure that it's, crafted and detailed. I mean I can spend, you know, four weeks on, on one poem or, you know, months on one poem. So it's it's very I'm very um, you know, that that's that's my particular uh process, you know, but like I said, everybody is everybody is different and, you know, I I respect everybody's way about going about doing that.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I was uh going through some of your uh, Ted Heller information, but I, I thought it was curious to me on the beginning of the book um that mm-hmm. you had included uh an indie erotic, erotica writer first
0: mm-hmm. yeah sure
1: <laughs> was there a reason
0: you did that no i think um i think i did everything alphabetically um that that, oh, was, okay. that was part of it but, okay. um bailey uh, maybe. <laughs> but um you know it's I mean, Eden is, um, you know, she, she writes erotica, but but she's very, uh, she has a, very much a literary quality, to, you know, to her work. Um, oh, yeah, just because, also, yeah. Yeah. Some people,
1: that's it's, because they, they, basically because they might write, uh, you know, uh, erotica doesn't mean that they're not good writers.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
1: you know, that's absolutely nothing to do well, with it. No, and, you know,
0: it's, you know I wanted her to talk about you know this difference between you know um you know porn and erotica you know because they're they're mm-hmm. completely different, and I think right. that a lot of times you know people think that they're very similar um you know but but they're not i mean there there has to be some some story uh,
1: right. right
0: with erotica you know there has to be some semblance of a, of a, of a structure um which should be in you know most fiction that you know, it should have some structure. There should be, you know, we need to to sort of abide by that story. So, you know, I wanted her to to, to talk about that a little bit more, and you know, to to give readers and and writers to, uh, you know, sort of a glimpse in into what what that could be, what that could be.
1: <laughs> so, did, what part? What was the hardest part of doing this book? Was it going getting interviews, or was that was that the best part of it?
0: That's the easiest part um, and it was that was the fun part uh, I think you know just basically putting you know putting a book together I mean you have um you know there's i mean over forty different writers in there, you know, and you have to organize everybody together and you have to edit the pieces and make sure that they remain consistent uh, you know and you know put it together uh you know, make sure that the introductions make sense with the interviews. You know, I don't want somebody, you know, talking about, you know, flying leprechauns in space and, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, there's this writer I want to introduce you to. So, you know, it's keeping everybody <laughs> on the same page and, you know, and and hoping that it's going to turn out into something that's, that's cohesive and, and that's enjoyable for people. I mean, you know. <laughs> I, not, I don't, want to I put don't know. Out I, there where,
1: I, I like to read about flying leprechauns once in a while. So <laughs> yeah, that might be interesting, right? You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, you know, I mean, for me, to be very honest, with you, this is my first time, you know, doing anything uh, that that was, uh, you know, everything on my own in terms of, you know, working with Mallory Rock to create the cover and. You know, taking you know the kind of paper that I want on the book, and you know, doing all the marketing, uh-huh. and um, you know, it was a it was a new experience for me, uh, you know, and also making sure that you know because a lot of the interviews were you know conducted over you know the more than a year over the over the span of more than a year, so you know things things change in a year, mm-hmm. so really just making sure, especially that, you know, in this that business, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Some people publish more books and you know, some people um don't want to mention certain things or they want to add something or you know, but you know, just making sure also that, that these are authentic interviews too. You know, mm-hmm. because I, I don't I, I very rarely want to change anything that's going to change the the context, you know, unless, you know, the book title changed. You know, that that's an obvious thing that that would need to change. Um, you know, but there there needs to be some authenticity to to the interviews. That that's that's important.
1: Hmm. <laughs> I I enjoyed uh, reading some of your interviews in here, and uh, it, I know that. Uh, what would you want uh, a reader to get out of out of this, other than getting to know these authors?
0: Well, I hope that they uh, you know will just get a better sense of the creative process for, for some of the writers and um, maybe it will also inspire them. You know, I mean, that, that's always important to me that, that we can inspire people uh, to learn new things or to want to learn new things or, you know, maybe to see a different side or get a, get a new perspective. Um, I never, my intention for the book is never to, like, force feed people anything and say this, you know, indie authors is the only way to, to go about writing and that's it. It's just to offer another perspective, you know, of the writing community, uh, mm-hmm. which is always vital. We always need to keep having different perspectives and expanding on, on the conversation. Uh, so I hope that it allows them to expand on their conversation and their and their knowledge about, you know, the indie book community.
1: Hmm. So if, if uh, obviously, you've, you've done some independent uh, publishing yourself, and what would you tell a, you know, a newbie, an aspiring author, to do first?
0: Uh, well, you've got to write it first, right? And, um, you know, you've got to go through the process. Um, I, I always tell people, please don't worry about publishing. That should always be the last thing on your mind your only goal is to write a good book. Yeah. And then you can consider going forward and figuring out what's best for you. Not what yeah. everybody else wants, but what's best for you and what you're going to feel comfortable with. Um, you know, but if you don't have a good book, I don't care if you yeah. self-publish or you traditionally publish. It's, you know what I mean? It's, you gotta go through it, you know? It's, um... It's all a part of the process, and if you can get your book, you know, to 80%, um, you, you'll be in a good place, you know. But you, you've got to put the time in, and, and there's there's no getting around it, you know. I I always tell people there's no secret sauce to any of this, you know. You you've got to, I mean, obviously, is there a secret sauce to marketing, and you know, but, but I'm not a marketing expert. Um, I can only <laughs> speak from going through the writing process. Um, you know, it's different for every book. It's different for every story you want to tell. Um, you know, but a lot of people start things and they and they don't finish them. And, you know, to be a yeah, writer, to be an artist, it's very important to, to have tenacity. Um, it's it's very important because you're going to be told no more than you're going to be told yes. And you have to be able to just pick yourself up and say, you know what, I just I just have to keep going with, with my story because I believe in it.
1: Yeah, I've heard heard uh, that story before, where one of the publish, publishers, you know, some author asked, "Well, why why did you pick that book?" You know, because I had just looked at a book, and they said, "They said because that other writer didn't stop asking." <laughs> yeah, or you know, you just, they know you, it you all just kept at it, you kept at it. Or... yeah, no,
0: there's
1: you were a tenacious little all... puppy, you know.
0: <laughs> I... <laughs> I mean, you know, it's. I always say there's a difference between being aggressive um and being tenacious. You know, I don't I don't encourage people to be aggressive. I mean, it's you know, I mean you you want to um it's very important to to network um and not just networking for, you know, for your own greater good, but I mean, I'm very fortunate uh, to have such a great community of writers that I work with that are incredibly supportive and people that can give me constructive criticism because I love constructive criticism. The last mm-hmm. thing I want to hear is, "Oh, everything is great. You don't have to change just one thing." You know, mm-hmm. I want. It. What do I have to do? Like, what do I need to do? Um. And yeah, I was
1: I was amazed. I talked to an agent once, and and uh, she said, "Well, I first want to tell you that you know you, your writing is you got you got something here." And I said, "Okay." She goes, "Now you want me to tell you what's wrong with it?" I said, "Well, of course I do. That's when I'm here. Yeah, yeah I didn't spend that money to get in front of you, you know, to, to be here." And she said, "You wouldn't believe how many people don't want to know." Yeah. I go, "Like that blew me away. That blew me away." It's like, like, uh, well, how can you get any better if you don't, if you don't take those hits? You don't, you yeah. don't learn.
0: I know. It's um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's. You know, I, I can understand why somebody might want, you know, that to to not hear, um, you know, what's wrong. I mean, I I always think it's it's always about just, you know, your your awareness level with your work, with your own work. I mean, it's I'm very aware that there are certain things that I do every single time, every single time, you know, and it's like I have hmm. to retrain my brain to go any other direction. Yeah. You know, or I keep navigating back to writing about the same thing um, you know but uh, I mean I, I, I have to say that the, the two editors that I work with um, exclusively one for, for poetry who uh, Claudia Serra and um, for fiction I work with Monique Lewis and Christoph Paul and um, they're uh, they're pretty harsh in a good way you know they, they really keep me on track which which is what I need you know it's it's very easy to sort of, you know, go all over the place, but um, it's sort of like a <laughs> mentorship with them.
1: Right, right, yes, and you have to have those. You know, uh, I always suggest that you, you know, every author, aspiring author, uh, needs to use a critique group. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's so and important. Again, not worry about what you're going to publish. You know, get just get. Yeah, no. The pieces, you know, just keep working at it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's, I mean, I, I, it's kind of like defeats the purpose if you're gonna go into it and it's like you're you're creating something that hasn't even that doesn't even exist yet. I mean, you can, you know, definitely feed, you know, mm-hmm. grow the plant, you know, sort of speak, but, you know, you, you gotta you gotta put the time in, you gotta put the work in. It's it's so, I mean, I. I kind of learned that the hard way with some things. But you know, it's like you're you're walking across the street before you're even looking both ways. So, <laughs>
1: so do you do? You, are you going to be getting any reviews on Indie Reader? <laughs>
0: um, what do you, what do you mean? Um, you mean having uh, like somebody from Indie well, Reader review the book or? Yeah, yeah. Because
1: um, I know
0: you. I, no. You, no. Um, no, um, I I don't know if I would necessarily want that to happen um, mm. because uh, Indie Reader Publishing is an imprint of Indie Reader, so, so that would be awkward obviously. then. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> okay. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't you know um, we wouldn't want to do that. Um, you know, I'm very open to you know reviews from from outside readers. You know, um, that's that's very important. You know, to, to hear feedback. Um, okay. You know the work, and you know of all those things. But um, you know, I, I I don't know if we'll be doing a, a volume two or you know something a little different next. But um, you know, we want to support you know the the indie writing community. You know, so this was sort of you know that that way to give back to you know to many of the people that we worked with and give them a little bit more exposure.
1: Yeah, here I was. That was my next question. What was next for you? <laughs>
0: Ah, uh, there, there's so much next. Um, I I just I'm involved in so many different projects. Um, uh, I mean, right now I have uh, my second my second poetry collection is is coming out from Winter Goose Publishing in, in a couple of weeks. Um, you know, and I, I've been submitting uh, my first novel kind of furiously uh, to uh, to publishers right now. And um, I'm off to to London in a couple of weeks uh, for a little mini-book mm-hmm. tour. And, um, you know, doing that, and, uh, you know, I, I collaborated with uh, Claudia Serra um, to start National Translation Month where we, uh, you know, publish and um, promote different kinds of translation uh, during the month of February. So that, that project is starting to, you know, to, to kick off. We're hoping that it sort of becomes as big as uh, as National Poetry Month, um, so we oh, have those wow. projects. And um, you know, I in addition to, to doing you know an interview series with Indie Reader, I also do an author interview series uh, via the Huffington Post uh, community blog section. So I'm there's always something next with me, um, you know. So I'm <laughs> just feverishly working and you know staying active and, and keeping busy. And that's that's another thing that I would always recommend to, to writers is that um you know, even if something is not working out on on one project, to always make sure that you have another project uh that that's in the wings that's that's going
1: right right now, that's the thing you've gotta to continue to create
0: absolutely, yeah, i mean it's you know it's, it's it's like a muscle i mean you know I mean you should never just be having experiences just for the sake of you know I'm gonna have this experience like so can I can write a poem about it um you know. Uh, you should just experience as, as much as you can and just enjoy it and, you know, and let, let the writing just kind of come, especially especially when it comes to poetry. I find I write the best poems um, when I'm not obsessing about writing, when I'm just kind of letting <laughs> that go, you know, and, and mm-hmm. you're getting out of the way. you got to get out of the way.
1: So here's a question: uh, Poetry slams are really big, uh, you know, here in Arizona, California. Have mm-hmm. you ever been to a poetry slam, or have you been in I one? I
0: have, I have. I I used to be. Um, I love going to poetry slams. Uh, they're they're incredibly passionate. exciting. Um Yeah, they're passionate people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 fun. It's it's um. I mean I I don't write slam poetry so it's it's very different for me when I go there it's very exciting for me to to see um you know it's always exciting for me to meet different kinds of poets anyway I mean I am not I write you know what I write but that doesn't mean it's the only thing that you know I read or that anybody else um, of course, can read. Yeah. you know so <laughs> it's, it's it's very cool I mean um you know I I know a lot of really great performance poets. Um one of my good friends and and poet Roger Bernard, he's an amazing uh performance poet and he was on HBO Death Jam I believe a couple of times, but um his poetry is just is beautiful, whether it's on the page or off the page. So um, <laughs> you know it's it's all very exciting.
1: So that's that's uh something that somebody asked me to ask you, so <laughs> i <laughs> said yeah, good yeah, there's no, no questions or... i
0: would i think i would you know i think i'd be so scared to to get up there and oh yeah you know, people hold up signs and so i give people credit for that it, it takes me it takes a lot just for me to send something out sometimes so you know getting well remember well the, i think the thing
1: <laughs> is remembering it you know memorizing it it's just you know uh tried something like that in high school, and I froze up, and you know uh, that kind of thing. That I
0: tell you, you know, I was just joking <laughs> about this um, with my partner, and I said, you know, I there, I can't even remember what happened three minutes ago. Sometimes there's so many things going on. So for me to memorize a whole poem, um, that I don't know if that that would be realistic for me. I'd probably <laughs> stop at the first line.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then look up to the crowdness, and then go uh, freeze yeah. like a are in headlights. Yeah
0: exactly yeah. or rustle on my my bag for the the uh the pieces of the paper that I'm supposed to read from
1: yeah yeah they they, they have those rules so uh, apparently, you can't you, can you can't take uh that one, one. you're in a championship you can't take anything up so
0: Very <laughs> yeah I mean, you know it's like i'm always like you know I love writing. I love these things, but man, you know, I can't do everything. But I can. I really admire people that that can do other things that I can't do. You know, so oh, sure. That's, very that's,
1: cool. what, that's what makes your world go around. Is that you know? Oh get, yeah. Get, if we did, if we did it all, then then you know, if everybody did it all, then where would be diversity? It's
0: so boring. Yeah. no. I know. You want challenge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> want things to solve, <laughs> mountains to climb. That's, that's why You need other
1: people. You know, because otherwise you would need other people. Mhm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, anything you, uh, where can we find you? Where can we find this book of yours? Um, you can absolutely find me on Twitter most of the time. Uh, just the handle mm-hmm. at Lauren Kleinman. You can, uh, you know, check out my website, Um, But the book is available, you know, through Barnes and Noble, through Amazon. Um, you know, through Smashwords, through uh, McNally Jackson uh did the print run. Uh a small uh they're an independent bookstore in the city. Um and uh and they're all we're also available through iTunes as well.
1: Oh yeah. Where's your favorite place to to actually sell? Uh
0: my favorite place? Yes. Um I don't know if I really have a favorite place, to be honest. I think it's, you know, whatever is whatever's going to be good for people, you know, whatever is going to be easier for other people to, um, you know, to purchase from. You know, okay. that that will be my favorite place.
1: Do you, so, so e-books are not intimidating to you? Do you still like the, no. the feel of the, of the physical book?
0: You know, um, I'm not going to lie. I always love a paper book. I mean, there's nothing better than curling <laughs> up in bed Within and sure. folding all the pages, and I feel—I mean, sometimes I feel more committed to a print book. Like I'm like, oh, I really have to finish this. And sometimes when I read things online, I'm more apt to just x out. Oh yeah. If I if I don't like something, um, you know. But you know, I have some friends that are you know, they love reading you know from their Kindle or uh you know from the Nook, and you know that's more comfortable for them and. Um, you know, sometimes I do it, sometimes I find I'm I'm reading, you know, through my iBooks on my cell phone. You know, it's it's just it's unbelievable mm-hmm. to me that I'm I'm doing that, you know. Um <laughs> But I mean even, oh, you, you know, I can do it either way. I know. I'm like, you know, I'm just people think I'm texting and I'm really or you're, reading shand- you're standing
1: standing online, uh I, or you're waiting I know, for something you just turn on your candle on your on your cell phone and and you can read a few pages before you know, I, know. I mean
0: it really is cool. I mean it is cool in the sense that you know you have like your your ebook and you don't have to carry all this extra stuff around and then you know you can just jump onto Twitter and say something to the author I mean, it's just you know oh, yeah. run, but you can't hide kind of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, I I you know, say that um, all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, but um, I mean, I I could go for for e for either one, um, you know, but um, you know, and publishers have their own reasons for print or ebook, and but I tell sure. you, as, as a writer, I love seeing my book in print. Oh
1: yeah,
0: it's just it feels it so, is. you know, it, it happened, you know. Yeah. It's, it's like being I've... pregnant for ten years, you know, and then this. Uh, no, it actually something actually comes out finally.:
1: Yeah. I had a question from one of the authors today. Uh, he said to ask you would, you, would you suggest going to ebook first or do you suggest going to print book now, or do both at the same well, time?
0: I mean if you're, um, if you're self-publishing, I would say just you know do digital. Um, you know, hmm. you can always use CreateSpace as well, and then, you know, you basically will get a royalty, um, you know, for every book that's printed. Um, I mean, I always think it's nice to have the option, you know, because everybody is different. Um, you know, some people like to have the print book, and some people like to have the um, the ebook. But, I mean, I think it's good just to start off with, with a digital version, just, you know, and just see how it goes first, and especially if it's your first time. You know, just, just to get comfortable with it. I mean, I think e-book would be the best way to go for the first round.
1: Mm. Okay, so now he's got his answer. <laughs> 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 so uh, so we know what's next for you, and we, we really wish you all the luck. I think that your book is interesting, and, and of course, I I've, uh, I've noticed that it, The version that I got doesn't have anybody's pictures. Does the final version, does it have pictures of these uh, writers?
0: Um, No, no, we don't put any pictures in there.
1: Hmm. Interesting. So of course that makes me want to go and look, look them up.
0: <laughs> exactly. <Yes. laughs> yeah. Well, see how you are.
1: <laughs> yeah, you knew there
0: was another marketing angle to this. I just didn't
1: know it at first, so Yeah, yeah. Well Ted Heller. Now I really want to go and look to see what it looks like, Absolutely. you know?
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so there's a reason for everything. Reason for there everything.
0: There is. There is.
1: And what's your poetry? I wish you all loved you all to come on and, and just talk about your poetry. Is it your, your oh, next, thank you. you on? I okay. would absolutely
0: love to. Um, this has been really great. I really appreciate it and you know, I just want to say thank you to to everyone who's been very supportive of this. It, it really means a lot to me more than I can even uh communicate verbally. So Thank you.
1: Well, when I, when I saw your book, I, uh, you know, cause I said, well, you know, it's one thing to put you on the blog, but, uh, you know, it's such a big, bigger dimension and actually such a even broader reach, quite frankly, because you get to physically mm-hmm. hear somebody. Uh, oh, absolutely,
0: and, yeah. And I'm happy that's to say the that best part.
1: Yeah, and, uh, you know, the reach has been awesome. We have, you know, now 74,000 listeners, so, uh, you know, that's knock amazing. on wood there.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome.
1: <laughs> so we're always thankful of of every of all you know, all the people who stay behind and listen and you know who if they they can't yeah. listen to it now they come back and listen to it later so that's awesome.
0: Yeah. That's that's what it's about. You know, it's and you know again that's what you know the book is, you know, what, what we'll be hope to too is that you know there's it's about community and you know we we're we're all, we're all working on this together, you know.
1: Right? Right? As as all authors got to stick together. So that way, yeah. uh, you know, we can get it out to more people. That's the whole point. Yeah, I
0: mean, like I say, you know, there's, there's, it's always important to have discourse and there's always important to have conversation. We want to be respectful, you know, of, of people and, you know, not everyone's going to like everything, you know, but, um, you know, but we don't, you know, not everybody has to like everything and that's, that's the best part about living is that we can, we can make decisions, we can choose, um, you know, and we can enjoy the work that we want to enjoy.
1: Definitely, definitely. Uh, thanks so much for coming on, and we appreciate your time and, and looking forward to, you know, finishing this because I haven't quite gotten through everybody yet. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll have fun I'll looking them all up to see what they look like and see what else they write. Yes.
0: So be- you have to. <laughs> and um, thank you very much again. And, um, you know, I, I, I hope we can speak soon and, you know, um, absolutely keep in touch about you know all the great things that, that you're doing and the things that I'm up to as well.
1: Well, thank you so much. and thank uh you. It, I'll be keeping an eye on you guys. <laughs>
0: Thanks so much.
1: <laughs> okay. You have a great night. All right. You too. Thanks.
0: Bye-bye.
1: Well, that was Lauren, and uh, we are just so ex- excited to have her here. Uh, just to let you know, just, I'm going to let you know what else she's into. See, she's not only a writer and a poet, uh, but she's got a B.A. in English Literature at Drew University. She's an M.A. in Creative and Critical Writing. She's a columnist, uh, been a columnist for IndieReader.com, which by the way, if you are an, a, a, a writer at all, you really got to get on that website and you know get to know them. Okay, I can't stress that enough where she interviews uh, New York Times bestsellers, uh USA Today bestselling indie authors. Some of those interviews are appearing, you know, here as well as uh on USA Today and Huffington Post. Uh her poetry has been appeared in literary journals. I don't even want to go into all those literary journals she's into. So um uh, you guys just you know get on her website. I've included that here um on the chat so that way you guys can click on it and find out more about Lauren. Uh, she's at her Again, she talked about her second collection, was a lot darker version, something that she needed to get through. Uh, it's called The Dark Cave Between My Ribs. And it's due to release with, well, yeah, it's due to release at Winter Goose Publishing in March of this year, so that's uh, right around the corner. She's currently working on a new adult romance called This Way is Too Forever. She blogs at LaurenKleinman.com, and you can find her, obviously, as she said, Twittering at at, at LaurenKleinman, that's K-L-E-I-N-M-A-N. It was a pleasure to have her on, and I'm going to take a brief break and talk about everything else that's going on in Arizona. we're back that was real fast and <laughs> give me time to like take a drink and I've got something coming up and I wanted to definitely shout out uh, we've got the steampunk scientific exhibition at the Rossen house museum on North 6th Street in Phoenix Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 in the morning well 10 in the morning on Saturday 10 to 4 on Saturday and then 12 to 4 on Sunday. So that's of course right downtown, um, right near the uh, Science Center. So you guys know where that is around Seventh Street and Seventh um, and Washington. So it's real close. So over that area, we'll be there at 10 o'clock. Uh, we will have the Trebuchet out there. Uh, that's that catapult that we showed over at the uh, geeks Not out so if you didn't get to see it uh, last Thursday night then definitely come on out this 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 uh, Saturday and Sunday to uh, to the exhibit exhibition and uh, for those authors who uh, didn't find out yet but I still have I think like three more maybe two or three more um, seats available at the Refuge uh, Cafe on 7th Avenue. And that's Media Kits for Authors session. It's a free session. Um, and it will be at the Refuge Cafe starting at 1 o'clock in the afternoon to 2.30. So I'll be doing a, a double where, you know, I'll be at the uh, Trebuchet in the morning I will race like a like a bandit over to the refuge um uh, before one. I'll be there around twelve thirty to set up and then uh, and I'll race back and help to to uh clock out for that day. But then again Sunday I'll be there all day. So Sun it'll be Saturday, Sunday, Saturday March first and Sunday, March second. Then on let's see what I On the seventh, which is the weekend after that. Well, let's go back a little bit. Tomorrow night, I want to say that we we have another author who's coming on and talking to us about her books. Um, why they're YA fantasies? So for those who really like uh, young adult fantasies, definitely you should come on and take a look. Some really intriguing covers. I really like lots color, the the color schemes, and the, um, you know, it, it just looks like it just screams fantasy to me, and this beautiful beautiful uh, covers. She did an awesome job. And that's Barbara Kloss. That's Barbara Kloss, K L O S S. Again, same time, same bad channel, five thirty, uh, Mountain Standard time here, um, K wad Radio. That's uh tomorrow night. Then next Tuesday on the fourth, we will be doing uh Doctor Weinstock. Uh Doctor Weinstock is is uh also an uh an author. Um, and he will be talking about uh, fathers and and how um, men need to get back to their roots and 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 take hold of their of uh, being a father again. So that's on the fourth. Uh, he's got some some really interesting uh, out view of that because he's also an ophthalmologist. So uh, talk about health and about uh, I'm sorry, not about fathers. Talk about your health and about your I'm so sorry. I had too many different options coming on, and then I got them kind of mixed up um and the doctor will be talking about ophthalmology and how uh your your eyes um, have a lot to say about your health and i have heard this before uh, so it'd be definitely something to do to you know five thirty again on the fourth uh, next Tuesday and then at just Six o'clock at Squash Blossom. I'll be racing like a madman over there. This will be a short interview with the doctor. By the way, he only can only give us a half an hour. He's got another show to do right after us. Um, so I'll be racing over to Squash Blossom uh, right after the show. Um, we're going over uh, Glitter, which is a brand new. Uh, it's it's a, a phone app. And I'm not going to tell you much more than that because we're going to be doing a, a slight interview there with uh, with glitter, and I will be putting that on sometime next week. On the sixth, Alan Amis will be on. He does uh, he's a local um, designer of prosthetics and costuming. Uh, and he's going to be on the show talking to us about his uh, different costumes that he, he's, he has designed. And uh, you now he's become an independent. Uh, he's got his own business now, so we're talking to him. On the 7th uh, is Wild West Steampunk Punk Convention. Uh, starts in Tucson, 7th, 8th, and 9th. I will be out there on the 8th. Um, old Tucson Studios. Uh, you guys know where that is. Uh it be off of Kenny uh, Road in Tucson. I'll be out there. we will be starting doing interview at ten in the morning. Um and we'll be going throughout the day. Well, we got uh as long as we have Wi Fi we'll do we'll do a a couple of live uh, hours, but other than that we'll do all tapes. So, uh we may not be live depending on the ability. Uh, to be able to get Wi-Fi out there. More than likely not. You know, Middle of thinking nowhere. It's middle of thinking desert, okay, people? So more than likely we'll not be able to get any Wi-Fi out there. But uh, definitely it will be uh, lots of you know, costumes and, of course, all of steampunk. Uh, it be a lot of fun. So I'll be out there doing interviews and I'll be sharing those with you all next week. Um, Base Second Friday is on the 14th. Uh, it's going to be um, cosplay and leprechaun night. So leprechaun uh, 2014 night as well as cosplay. So we're going to have lots of fun. And uh, we will have prizes for those who have actually come out as, as leprechauns. Um, and, and obviously because leprechaun is St. Patrick's Day is the 17th, which is right around that weekend. It'll be Monday after the weekend, so if you come out as leprechaun, we'll get you a prize and of course, we'll have raffles we we've got freebies we'll have our newspaper out there again, all these places you you know we'll have the wad newspaper brand new, three and a half inches taller, uh noon approved um uh march's edition of the wad so uh this is is available. So hit me up for it, any any of these locations uh, that, that we're talking about, okay? So 14th, May 2nd, Friday, uh, Leprechaun 2014 night. And then all those friends and cosplay, I'd love to see you guys all out there. We'll take pictures. I'll be so much fun. So then on the 15th and 16th, of course, is Tucson Festival Books. I'll be out running around I'll be there on uh, Tuesday on uh Saturday night um, so I'll be there the weekend and that's it out and you know I don't even want to say anything more. It's too crazy that's only half a month so uh you know, so much to do, so little time and I just wanted to share it all with you guys, so you know uh give me give me a call, let me know. you know where I am i'm on Facebook. And uh, you guys can find me there at facebook.com/slashpj.dot.holstrand. That's strand which is h-u-l-t-s-t-r-a-n-d. Or go and and search for the Wad. That's w-o-d. The Wad um, newspaper, and we have our own fan page there, and you'll guys be able to find it. Uh, we have a lot of this information right on uh, the fan page. Whenever we have something new that we're going to be doing, we definitely share. So with that, I'm going to say adieu, and that way I can eat dinner. And you guys have an aw- awesome night. This is Patty Holstrand and KWAD Radio, and this is PopFam signing out.